Welcome to the Lynn Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode, the second edition, Zachary Griffith, of Shouty Sanity. Volume 2. Yeah, the cat is out again. The mice are here to play. I'm in the new dig, Zach. I'm feeling good. Tom is gone. Jerry. Tom is gone. Risen. Jerry's going to play. Jerry's going to play. That's what we do. What, what's, his, what's his little nephew's name? What's Jerry's nephew's oh, name? Oh, what was I can't remember. I don't know. A little gray mouse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember what his name is, but anyway, that's besides the point. You got the new crib, Bryce. A, a new crib. I'm feeling good. We got a great finals ahead of us, but Zach, we got to wrap up the conference finals first. Got to wrap them up. We got to talk about it. But first, before we get into that, Zach, we got to let the folks know oh. to rate and subscribe. Yeah, our, baby. Our TikTok, our Twitter. Go out there. Let us know. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you like, what you didn't like. We're not afraid. Zach got ripped on TikTok. He didn't even know it. But Zach, <laughs> Zach is now on TikTok. I am. So he sees all your comments now. And maybe you might get a response if you go on there and rip them. I know I'm going <laughs> to rip them after this pod on there. So join yeah. me. Zach will respond, I'm sure. I'll see it. He'll definitely see it. But Zach, we're going to start with the Eastern Conference Finals. Bucks, Hawks. Bucks close it out in six games without Giannis. Zach, how impressed are you with the Bucks closing out a series without Giannis? Well, here's how impressed I am, Bryce. I'm going to start with a little call out. Ah. And and you're at the expense of the call out. Oh no. Yeah, okay. it's it's no offense. Okay. I didn't I didn't want to do this. Okay. You're substituting once again, but I have to. Okay. Bryce, it's time. To call it a big three. It's time. Uh, no, it's time. That, Here's no, why. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing, I'm not having this conversation. With no, you you, well, we're going to have it right now. Fine. Here's how it starts, Fine. Bryce. Okay, go ahead. Go Giannis ahead. is out. Yes. You and I both picked the Hawks to win game six. Yes. We both did. Yes. Trey was back. Giannis is out. You know, it seemed like the writing was on the Hawks. wall there. Yes. Yeah. It, they were at, they were in Atlanta, where they have been phenomenal in the playoffs. And guess what, Bryce? Drew Holiday, elite defense per usual, but this was his best defensive game of the playoffs. I think mm-hmm. it's safe to say. Him and Chris Middleton, fifty nine points combined. Fifty nine. <sighs> they win by what? Eleven. Uh, it was about that. Yeah, I believe it was somewhere around that. Yes. So, Bryce. It's time to call it a big three. When the other two guys, when the second and third best players on the team can step up in the alpha's absence, it's time to call it a big three. Look, I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm just still not going to do it, Zach. Why? I, I'm, I'm, look, here's what I will say. Here's what I will acknowledge. I will acknowledge that, that they are good players. They, they played phenomenally without without Giannis. Drew Holiday finally came alive offensively uh, in this series, and I will give him props for that. Drew Holiday is the defender that everyone thinks he is. And Chris Middleton has broken the you – know, I gave Paul George a lot of heat, and, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about Paul George. Yeah. 
Yeah, you did. We did not. I don't feel like, well, we criticized Chris Middleton enough for his performance in the playoffs in past years. Yeah. If somebody has bucked the playoff, if Paul George has bucked this this pandemic or way off P nickname, then Chris Middleton has abolished his, his woes or all of his criticisms in the playoffs as well. Absolutely. And rightfully so. Middleton has been awesome. He had a game of 38 and a game of 32 in this series. Yeah. I mean, he's, he played outstanding. I, I mean, what did he have? Did he have 23 of his 32 in the third quarter, I believe? I mean, Bryce, I made a I made a meme of him on Ragnarok Thor's head. <laughs> uh, and you knew it was over at that point. Yeah. You knew it was over. He was lighting it up from everywhere. He was. He was. So I'll give him that. I don't know that I'm ready to go big three, though, Zach. I, I just don't know that I'm ready to do it. No, I think they to. have a trio of players that are well-equipped to win a title. Bryce. I'm just not. I can't do it yet. A okay, trio right, of players well-equipped to win a title. How's that not right. a big three, Bryce? All right. So, so okay. Here's what I will concede. Here's what I'll concede. Zach, I will make this deal with you right here, right now. All right. If the Bucks win the title... I will come on here and I will declare them a big three, <laughs> an official big three. I will do it. So getting to the finals with those three guys, that's not a big three. Making the NBA finals is not a big three to you. I mean, sure. I mean, but like, okay, but we're looking at the Suns and they don't have a big three, quote unquote, or maybe you could term them as a big three, Aiton, Paul, and Booker. You absolutely could. But are yes. you going to do that? Are you going to concede that? I would call that a big three. I'm not ready to do that either. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing that. Why? I'm just I, I I just can't. I don't I I don't see them as the premier signings. They're good signing. The Drew Holiday deal was a good deal. Middleton Middleton has come up big time in in the playoffs. I'm just not ready to call him a big three, Zach. But when if they win the title, I will come on Lynn Sanity or Shady Sanity, whatever edition we have that week, and I will declare them a big three. All right. You have All my right. word. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. All I know is if if you can build around those three guys and make the NBA Finals, that's a big three in my book. Okay. I, I mean, I, look, I just <laughs> – fine. You're entitled to your opinion. That's fine. That's that's perfectly fine. All right. That's just my opinion. But, I mean, Zach, I mean, talk to me. I mean, how do you feel – how do you feel about – or what did they do – what did the Bucks do to close out the series minus Giannis? Well, what won it won, – won the series for them? What was their defense? And the other guys. Their defense stepped up in a huge way. Bobby Portis. Oh, that's our guy, Bobby Portis. Zach. Played some decent defense. He's been slammed by a lot of people for not being able to stay on the court because of his defense. Played pretty well in game six. Even scored. He averaged 12 and a half points this series. Yeah. The future pacer. He got pacer. big time minutes. The future, future pacer. pacer, baby. Future <laughs> pacer. Bring him here, Ricky C. Ricky C. Dickie. Bring him here. Dickie. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Bryce, I hate to do this too, but we owe apologies to uh, one Jeff Teague. Jeff Teague. Uh, 11 points in 12 minutes played. Buttonholzer and Teague. Complete their revenge tour against the Hawks. <laughs> 
Yeah. And, and you know, Zach, I mean, we got to talk about that. I mean, too, you mentioned Bud and I mean, Zach, we were a couple weeks ago saying Bud's office was being cleared out. Give him the sack. He had I, the, the, the sack was being prepared for him. Yeah. By almost by the end of that net series and Ubers were being called to the airport. Right. And here we are, you know, Bud was already house shopping in other cities that had <laughs> openings. He's already house shopping in, uh, in Indiana and in Orlando. <laughs> but I mean, here we are, you know, the bucks in the finals. So yeah, the revenge start. Jeff Teague came up big when he needed to showed us. He can still play. He's not, he's not washed apparently. So no, he's he- washed. He just came up big this game. That's my take. Wow, you're sticking with the washed. Yeah, I mean, this was a big game, don't get me wrong. But it's one game out of how many playoff games they've had? 20? Yeah. Yeah, 15. this is the first time we're like, oh, Jeff Teague. Wow, hey, Jeffy. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to apologize to Jeffrey, the former Pacer. Um, but I'd like to see it, I don't know, more than once. Is that too much to ask? No, I don't think so. Zach, I have a question for you. Yes. I want to talk about Giannis here for a minute. All right. The Giannis injury. I'm leaning, I'm leaning, I'm in between two different scenarios here. The first scenario is I don't feel like the Bucks are coming clean about Giannis's knee injury. Interesting. My second scenario that I'm leaning towards is this was a strategy by my, by Mike Budenholzer and his staff of let's see what happens if we keep Giannis out and we'll see if we get into a pinch. Wow. I don't know which way I'm leaning, but I would say I'd be latter. curious. Okay. I'm yeah. curious to hear your thoughts on this. <laughs> and now, now they say the report is I saw a, a report today that Giannis could be potentially out for games one and two uh, in the NBA finals, which, which leads me to believe that they're not telling us something. A, a hyperextended knee, I don't feel like it takes this long to recover. I could be wrong. Giannis obviously is a freak of nature. Maybe his body is just different because of his, his build type. I'm not sure. But Zach, what are your thoughts exactly on this situation and his injury? Well, I think it was the second thing you said that they were just kind of testing the waters without him. Do I think he could have played in game six? No, no, I, I don't think he could have. We saw what direction his knee went, Bryce. <laughs> yeah, it, it looked it looked awful. It looked horrible. It looked like he broke his leg. Yeah, That's what it looked like. But he was able to walk off uh, on his own power, kind of. So that's encouraging. I still don't think he could have played in game six. I don't think he'll play tomorrow. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday. Game one is game one of the finals is on Tuesday. I don't think he's going to play tomorrow. But I don't think they're hiding how bad the injury is. I don't think they are. Okay. And to be honest, Monty Williams doesn't strike me as a guy who would be thinking that way either. He wouldn't be hey, thinking. Mike Budenholzer? No, Monty Williams. Oh, Monty Williams. Okay. Prepping okay. for the Bucks. Ah, I got gotcha. you. As a guy, gotcha. be like, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna prep like Giannis isn't gonna play. 
they're gonna prep like he's gonna play. No, yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, Monty Williams is top notch, and, and and Zach, we'll have a little uh, we'll have a little coaching comparison later on in the pod. Ah. We'll, we'll get to talk a little strategy here, but uh, before we move on, I want to talk a little little Hawks. But before we move on, I do have to apologize. I have to apologize to the Milwaukee Bucks for yeah, not you do. for saying that they were not contenders. <laughs> You Albeit, I still hold that if the Nets were healthy, they would have lost the series. Yeah, absolutely, but you owe an apology. I apologize to Giannis. I apologize to Chris Middleton. I apologize to the entire Bucks organization for writing you off. Good. I still stand by the Nets would have won, but hey, nonetheless, you're in the finals. Congratulations. And uh, we got two really good teams, and I'm excited for this finals. I'm excited for a finals that I, I haven't been excited for a finals in a while, Zach, if I'm being completely honest with you. Well, we haven't had a lot of variants, Bryce. No, it's, it's, not even only, it's not only that, but the matchups just haven't been that great. When you look at the individual matchups and, in in, you know, I don't want to see J.R. Smith no. versus Clay Thompson. No. <laughs> no. I don't want to see Kevin Love <laughs> against Draymond Green. No, thank you. You don't want to see that for four years straight? Right? No, I don't. Give oh, me okay. Mikhail Bridges versus Giannis. Give me Jay Crowder versus Giannis. Give me Chris Paul against Drew Holiday. Give me those matchups. Booker against Middleton? Booker against Middleton. Give it to me. But we'll, we'll save that for a little bit later. <laughs> Nate McMillan, Zach. Uh, you guys, we've been talking about this. You have called for Nate McMillan to be to uh, become the permanent head coach of the Atlanta Hawks. And today, Travis Schlenk, uh, a.k.a. Travis Schmuck, uh, didn't make a schmuck move here, Zach. He hopes Collins comes back. He hopes Yeah, that, now that's a schmuck move. That's a <laughs> schmuck move. But, but Zach, give me your thoughts on, on what Nate McMillan has, has done for this Hawks team and what uh, us as Pacer fans are really missing out on now. Well, uh, um, he shouldn't have been fired, Bryce. I think we both agree on that. Um, yeah. But it worked out, you know. We got Carlisle. It did work out. But I have no ill will towards Nate McMillan. Not at all. He was a great coach for no, us. I don't either. He dealt – No, but the thing nobody talks about, about it start with the Pacers, he didn't have a healthy team his last two seasons. No, never. Never. Yeah. After and 17, it was 18, against him. Yeah. After 17-18, he didn't – he didn't have a healthy squad. He just didn't. Um, I'm glad he finally gets the job because, quite frankly, Bryce, this should have been done as soon as they made the playoffs. After they won a first round. As soon as they clinched. As soon as they clinched, it should have been done. Because did anyone in their preseason have uh, the Hawks making the playoffs? No. I, in fact, I believe all three of us had written them off. I know. I like, did. there's no way after the after Travis Schmuck signed uh, Bogdanovich and Gallinari, we we're like, what are you doing, man? I mean, you, obviously, you don't want to make the playoffs. And Rondo, and Rondo, which which gets forgotten. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was <laughs> forgotten because he's on another team. He was playing for another team. But I'm glad McMillan gets the job. He's proven himself. I mean, we already knew this from his time with with the Pacers, but. He's probably a top ten coach. Um, really? This you're going top ten? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Wow! Definitely! Definitely! Wow! He proved it! He proved it this year. Because top ten coach in the NBA. Yeah, 
Wow. Absolutely. No doubt. Okay. No doubt. Okay. I mean, right. he... I mean, was he a candidate for head coach of the year? Was he? I don't think he was. Uh, no, I don't believe so. No, there were too many. Snyder, uh, Williams. Tibbs. Um, Tibbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those were the guys. But he gets the job he deserves. This team rallied around him. He got him to buy in. They were ahead of schedule. I mean, like I said, none of us Definitely. had him making the playoffs. Young core besides, you know, Gallo and and Lou Will and Capella. But I'm I'm just glad he gets the job because this should have been done a long time ago. Um it's great. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I think the thing about Nate McMillan is he was finally when when we look at his coaching tenures, right? It's been a while since he's been able to to really coach a star. Right. And I'm calling Trey Young a star because he just played himself into a star position Absolutely. in the NBA. I'm not saying superstar. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying superstar. I think he has superstar potential, Zach. And and I've I've made this case before. His his, his ability on ball is just incredible. And his shooting ability is obviously incredible. His floater game is on point and it and he can obviously dish the ball as well. And and I think this roster is built fairly well. I think if you tweak it, you know, a few a, a few things, you know, you get rid of either Gallinari or, or Bogdanovich, I think that improves your roster a lot. I think it's gotta be Gallo. Yeah, I think it's gotta be Gallo and and especially with the emergence, we saw the flashes, unfortunately, Zach, from myself and you of Cam Reddish. Yeah. Uh, Cam Reddish show the flashes and uh, <laughs> now nah, I'm not going to apologize to Caleb because he can still eat it. Now nah, no, I'm not going to apologize to it. I'm not going to apologize to him, but Cam Reddish played well. And he figured DeAndre um, Hunter will be back. Next DeAndre Hunter is going to be back. A great three and D guy. Uh, who gives you really will be better. Right. And you don't have to play Herter as much. Herter had his moments, but he also had his really, really bad moments where he looked like a scared little boy still, you know, in junior high. That's just <laughs> looking for somebody to pass to because he, he doesn't like want Caleb. the ball. He looked, yeah, he looked like, Caleb. like Caleb. Yeah, he looked like Caleb. Definitely. <laughs> well, I got a, I got something on Kevin Herter, Bryce. Oh, okay. Yeah, would you like to – because I, I think we said a couple pods ago or maybe last pod my feelings about Kevin Herter. Uh, would you like to guess his plus minus in the season deciding game for the Hawks? <sighs> game six. Yes. Uh, minus twelve. <sighs> you shorted him. Minus uh, twenty-two on twenty percent from the field. <laughs> Um, what was he from three? He was awful. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know what he was from three. Oh, my God. 20% field goal. Oh. And fair to say they needed him because Trey was not 100%. Right. Bogdan's I mean, not 100%. Right, right. And that's the thing. Like, yes, both teams were dealing with injuries, but I feel like almost that the, the Hawks were more affected by the injury bug than, than the Bucks were because you still have Middleton and Drew who, yes, they're banged up because they're, you know, at the end of the season, but they're quote-unquote healthy. Right. You know, Trey was dealing with that really bad bone bruise. Um, Bogdanovich with uh, – his was a knee, right? Yeah, knee. The knee problem. So, 
I mean, it'd be interesting to see what the Hawks do. I mean, that and that's the thing, Zach. When we t- when we look at the Hawks' core and the future of this team, John Collins is a free agent, Zach. Yeah. And we love some John Collins. Absolutely. And Travis Schlenk just hopes that John Collins will be back. Yeah, I, I like John. I hope he comes back. Why? Why? <laughs> why, as a GM, would you want to say something like that? Why? Why not go out there and say yes? I want John Collins back. One that shows the kid that you actually want him on your team. Yeah, and you don't put doubts in his head. If he already had doubts in his head. The, you going out there and saying, I want you back on my team, gives, you, gives that kid a boost of confidence. Yes. But, Zach, I, at this point, I don't feel like the Hawks deserve him if that's the way they're going to treat him. Well, it's ridiculous. With, you said it. With a, with a quote like that from Schlenk, I hope he comes back. If I was, if I was the GM, I'd be like, we're going to make it our top priority to re-sign John Collins. It's our top yes. fucking priority. Yes. Why don't you want to run that back? And they and, already and, brought McMillan. They already make, made a McMillan a permanent thing. Right. Okay. Great move. Great move by Travis Schlank. That needed to be done too. Yes. So you're so halfway you, there. You're, yeah, right. I just don't, I don't see where you wouldn't say, I want to run it back with this team, but I'm going to make a few small tweaks. And, and who are you going to get to play John Collins' role uh, That's better than John Collins. I don't know who else would be out there that you're going to get. I really don't. I don't know. Unless you want to play more of a, a small ball. You know, John Collins' three-point shooting can improve, sure. But, I mean, who else do you really want to play that position? I don't know. Capella's your only rebounder if you lose Collins. The only- right. I mean, Capella's pretty dang good at it, though. I mean, let's be completely he honest. Is. He is. So, but, but, yes, I mean, that actually that, that definitely helps – if you have John Collins on your team. Well, you said it today at work that the Hawks were just, I mean, it was definitely injuries definitely played a part, but uh, they were just too young. I mean, Drew Holiday's been there. He hasn't been in the playoffs often, but he's, he's been in the games. Chris Middleton's been in the conference finals before. Bud's been there with the Hawks, ironically, and the Bucks. (laughs) Right. Uh, yeah. but that I was my just got match. yeah, that was my asterisk in my notes. They're definitely a threat next season if they retain John Collins. Yeah, if they don't retain John Collins. I'm not. They'll make the playoffs, but yep, conference finals, no way. Hey, hey, hey! Let me tell you, man. If somebody is able to lure John Collins away from Atlanta, they're getting they're getting. A great find. They're getting a young stud. A hundred percent are a guy that could swing a team. Honestly, yeah. You know, if you think of a team like Dallas, Zach, Doncic, and Collins, my goodness, right? My goodness. That's I've been saying that all all year. Collins to the Mavs. It'd be awesome. I mean, but you don't love Jason Kidd, but you know, it'd still be fun. It'd be fun. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm sure there's teams like Miami that'll take a swing at him, you know, because that's just what Miami is involved in everybody for whatever reason. Uh, you got Victor Oladipo. I thought Maybe. you wanted him so bad. Why don't you stick with that? Maybe How about that, Miami? Boston? They always <sighs> almost get guys. Yeah, well, maybe that'll change now that uh, 
Brad Stevens, who's no longer the Boston Celtics head coach, just so you know. Uh, he might actually, you know, pull the trigger on some of these deals. Maybe. Maybe. Zach, it's time to talk about our team. It's time. Suns Clippers. <laughs> Zach. Yeah, baby. Oh, how yeah. did the Suns close out this series? Chris Paul. Chris Paul said, we're not going to game seven against this shorthanded team. We are going to the finals tonight. And that's what happened. And they earned themselves how many more rest days than the Bucks? Three? Yeah, plenty. Um, and it's huge for Chris for Chris Paul that you just mentioned there because he's dealing with a, I believe it's a right hand injury. So he's going to rest that up. He's going to be good to go. Chris uh, Paul. Give a chance to rest that shoulder as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> 41 points in the biggest game 41. of his life. 41. And, I mean, and biggest and that, game of his life, fair to say? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and when we look at Chris Paul and, and looking at his playoff history, right, it's kind of a rough past. He's had moments, but he's never been able to get over the hump, right? Injuries, no. miss, just not playing, uh, turnovers, right. so on and so forth. We have now seen it two series in a row. We saw it against the Nuggets, He's 37 points. We saw it against the Clippers, 41 points. Shut it down. Zach, I don't know if I don't know about you, but if it comes down to it where the Suns have a closeout game, I think I want Chris Paul on my side the most out of anybody else on that court. And that includes Giannis and Chris Middleton and Devin Booker. I want Chris Paul on my team. Well, this brings me to my question about Chris Paul and kind of his uh his place among players we've seen in our lifetime, Bryce. Okay. Is he the best player without a ring in our lifetime? And I'll throw out some guys. Okay. Yeah, you're going to have to help me. Him. You got James Harden. You got okay. Russell Westbrook. Guys like that. Those are probably the three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about guys too. Well, what do you mean by our lifetime? Like, how are you terming terming guys that? we've seen majority of their career? Okay, okay. Because I could, you know, say like somebody like T Mac uh, would be another one. Um, boy, that's an interesting question because Melo. Uh, Melo too. I mean, Melo was a killer in his early days. I mean, just an absolute killer. But I, I disrespect him because uh, he chased the money when he went to the Knicks. I, I didn't appreciate that. Yeah, he did. Um, but I would say it's those three. You know what? I'm going to say yes. It's Chris Paul because I because Harden's still got a lot of time. I feel like Russ has still got plenty of time. Um, I'm going to say yes. It's Chris Paul because I mean, and here's a couple reasons why. I mean, one. He's always had a respect for the game of basketball, and I appreciate guys that respect the game and, yeah. and they play it the right way. Now, now you can make the argument, you know, Chris Paul, he kind of normalized flopping. Uh, we still see it from time to time. He milks uh, he, the calls. He milks the calls. He absolutely does. Um, but, I mean, that's just his IQ of the game, if you will. I, I don't love it, but he knows how to, how to play, how to play 
referees except yeah. uh except scott foster uh <laughs> which which will be definitely refing some of these finals games so that'll be something to keep That's an eye on it is a shame but yeah i think he might be the best player without a ring and it would be a shame if he went his entire career without getting one and and zach i mean i don't know about you but i feel like chris paul's career it's winding down i'm not saying it's over i'm not saying he's cooked i'm not saying he's walked oh it's definitely i'm just saying it's 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 going, it's coming to the end. I mean, he's 36. And, and, which, this will actually lead me to my overreaction here, Zach. Oh. If Chris Paul wins the title, he's going to retire. Wow. That's my overreaction. Wow. If he wins a title, he's done. Wow. He's just going to walk away. He's done everything. He, 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 I feel like this season or this playoffs, sorry, not this season, this playoffs, he has left every ounce of himself on the court. Every single night he has gone out there and played. He had the injury where he missed a couple games, yeah. but he has laid himself out on the line every freaking game. I think he's giving everything he has into this playoff run because he knows this is this might be the best chance he gets unless he goes and joins like the Clippers again or the Lakers or some other contender. I think this might be it. That's my overreaction. I think he retires if he wins the title. He walks away on top as a champion, as a bona fide first ballot Hall of Famer. Bonafide, Zach. That's how you use bonafide, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for clearing No problem. That up. No problem. Uh, I like the overreaction. I'm not going to say I agree with it because uh, I think he's going to go after one last paycheck. But I appreciate where you're coming from. I see I see how you came to that overreaction. Uh, I mean, I would retire if I was him and I won the finals. Absolutely. You win it with your first with one of your first coaches. Yeah. You, you turn a fr- you literally flip a franchise around from from a franchise that was celebrating a guy that scored seventy points and lost to now they're celebrating actually winning. You helped and flip that franchise around. You helped groom a young core in OKC. You. As much as you might hate to admit it, Bryce, challenge a dynasty in Houston. Sure. And absolutely <laughs> change the fortunes of the Los Angeles Clippers, who to that point were the worst franchise in basketball. Right. I, I feel like because Chris <laughs> Paul was there, Kawhi Leonard may have never gone to the Clippers. Chris Paul is going to get his number retired by the Clippers. I think so. And he should. Yeah, he should. He absolutely should. If he wins a title, well, Zach, then let me ask you, if he wins a title in, in Phoenix, does he get his number retired just in one season there? No, no. No? Even though he brought you a title? Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a Kawhi thing. He's he's not the best player on the team. You know, he's not. he hasn't carried them. Uh, I think it's for the most part, it's been a team effort. Booker's it's been, been a team player. effort. Well, let me be very clear. It has been a team <laughs> effort. <laughs> it has. Team effort. Booker has been the best player, there's no doubt. But they're not here without Aiden. They're not here without Bridges. They're not here without Chris Paul. They're just not. And they're not here without Monty Williams either. No. Absolutely not. Igor fucking Kokoshkov's the coach. <sighs> 
They, they don't make the playoffs. Think about this, man. <laughs> Earl Watson, Igor, <laughs> Jeff Hornacek. Jay Triano. Jay Triano. I mean, and, and you finally get an adult in there like, like Monty Williams, and this is what you get right yeah. here. Monty Williams, again, one of the nicest guys in the NBA. If you don't know his story about him and his wife, you need to go read it yeah. immediately. Yeah. You will you will instantaneously start rooting for Monty Williams and the Suns. You will. Instantaneously. You will. Instantaneously. And Bryce, well, I wanna I don't wanna toot our own horns here, but uh we've been calling this since the jump. Suns, Suns. baby. I said what round was it that I said the Suns were going going to the finals? I think it was after the first round. Now, now I okay. Here's what I would say. I wavered when Kawhi went into Terminator mode, but then Kawhi got hurt, and the writing was on the wall. Yeah, the writing was on the wall. I, I and I think I think Zach, even you were a little a little wavering when you saw Kawhi Leonard just start to go. Come no, on. it had to be in the back no. of your mind. I never I never wavered on the Suns. Uh, never. Never. Okay. Now okay. I'll say this to that Kawhi point. I'll say this: Suns benefited greatly from Kawhi not playing. Do you think they lose the series if Kawhi plays? Because there are people, there are people uh, that we know, Zach, that believe this statement. Well, I think it goes seven. Um, but I just find it hard to believe Reggie Jackson does what he does if Kawhi plays. Because Same thing with Marcus Morris. Kawhi will get his. Paul George will get his. And will he, though? I would even – yeah, he will. He was when Kawhi was born. You're right. You're right. Okay. And I'll I would even say Zubach would get his because Zubach was playing Zubach very well. Zubach had a good series. He had a good series. Um, if Kawhi plays, I would still take the Suns in seven. I would because Reggie Jackson was so important for them winning those – Two games that they did. Uh, that's not me doubting Kawhi or anything like that. I've just been riding the Suns all playoffs. I think they're well equipped to beat anybody, and I think so they're going to win the championship, Bryce. Uh, Zach, I, I and and I, I agree said in round two that they were going to win the championship. Yeah, we'll 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 come to predictions later about how many games and so on and so forth. But but Zach, just a quick little fun point. You are four Phoenix Suns wins away from a for um, a good two hundred and forty dollars being entered into your bank account. Yeah, how man. you feeling, Zach? Listen, listen. When I made the bet in mid May before the playoffs started, uh, yeah, that would be correct. Yes, it was May. I said, look. I looked at my uncle who I was in Vegas with. I was like, look. Suns can win the title. I think it's possible. They have good odds. <laughs> Not the best odds. Well, the 20 to 1? But decent odds. I think it was 20 to 1. 24? 24? Something okay. Like that, yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm doing this. My only regret, Bryce, is that I didn't bet more than 20 bucks. <laughs> I should have bet like 50. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have the degenerate Zach Griffith on with us yes. tonight. Yes. <clears throat> Zach, I want to shift a little bit to the Clippers here for a minute. Sure. Will the Clippers be back next year with with a healthy Kawhi? Do do they try to keep this this team together, or do you just feel like in general they're just going to be back in the mix again? Well, I wish they would just come out and say Kawhi tore his ACL 
because then we would know for sure. Yeah. Um, I do think he's going to opt out. I, I don't think he's going to leave. Uh, I think he'll resign. But well, then wh- why why opt out then? I mean, because I, I, I don't know if you're going to get a bigger check. I mean, are, will you though? He hasn't brought you anything. Well, um, I would, I would pay him. It's Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, and I and I guess that's the leverage he has. He just say I'm Kawhi Leonard, and they say, oh, okay, here's a check for you know however much you want. But I don't think there's any way Lawrence Frank goes. Oh, well, we almost made the finals without Kawhi. Let's let's just run it back without. No, no, because we saw that worked for the Raptors. Didn't work. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Uh, they will be in the mix. Will they bring back Reggie Jackson? I doubt it. That's my other question, Zach. How big will Reggie Jackson's contract be next massive. year? Massive. And who's the massive. schmuck that's going to pay him? <laughs> the Orlando Magic. Ah, <laughs> uh, a Detroit reunion. Detroit reunion. Little Detroit homecoming. Little Detroit back. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's a good question. I mean, we can say Orlando and Sacramento to be funny, and that's, you know, sadly enough, those are probably realistic destinations. Yes. But I don't know. Because that's... I mean, if Dennis Schroeder is asking for $120 and he didn't do shit in the playoffs, and quite frankly never has, Reggie Jackson just balled out. For three straight rounds, what are the odds he go? What are the odds he goes to the Lakers? Uh, how much cap space do they have? I mean, I know they don't give a shit about the luxury tax, but yeah, they, they well, Palinka, Palinka doesn't care. You just give him the, just re- replace Schroeder with him. You know, I could see it. I think it's, I think it's a realistic. They, they like, they like to take Clippers players, but it hasn't worked out so far. Right, Montrez Harrell. Uh, got bodied in the Phoenix series. Yeah. Bodied, almost unplayable. Bodied <laughs> by our boy Aiton. <laughs> Just saying. Our boy Aiton, by the way, can't believe we forgot to mention him. Sixteen points, seventeen rebounds. You know, just your typical Aiton game. He's not. He's just not that good, though, Zach. He's just. <laughs> he's Listen, been unimpressive. He is the third best center in the NBA. I've been saying it since round one. It is a fact. Hey, your take your take is looking good every every game he plays. I mean, he didn't have a phenomenal game. Uh, I, I believe it was game five. It was average. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, it was kind of a weird game for the Suns anyway. Uh, but no, I mean, but he hasn't had a bad game the entire playoffs. No, I don't think he's had a bad game. I think he's had an off game. I don't think it's it's been bad yeah. though, where he's yeah. just unplayable. Uh, I, I mean. Aiton's been out again. He's been outstanding. Zach, I have one more. T- I have one more question for you on the Suns before we move on to our finals here, our finals preview. So we we know uh, Devin Booker uh, is going to be in the mix for Finals MVP odds, but I've I, after he broke his nose, Zach, I was a little. He kind of. He kind of fell off a little bit. He was still putting up 20-plus points, but it was really, really hard for him. It was. I don't know about you, but, I mean, would you be a little concerned going into the finals about the way Devin Booker was playing, or are we just going to give props to Patrick Beverly and the defense that he played? Uh, I'm not going to panic. You know, 
I mean, people want to talk about all the injuries that the Suns benefited from on the way to the finals, and that's fine. Every team needs luck, all right? Yeah, but but we're not but nobody's going to talk about how okay, Chris Paul was, you know, is no, not 100% won't. and Booker's not 100% obviously. No, Booker Cam Johnson was out. Campaign? The campaign? Yeah, nonsense uh, stuff. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, Booker broke his nose and Chris Paul, you know, did whatever. Shoulder, hands, shoulder. you know, wh- right. however, he's almost 40 or something. What is he, 35? Is he 36. 36. So, listen, there's good fortune every year in a finals team. It was Miami last year. Uh, Golden State benefited a couple times. I think in every finals run Golden State had, they benefited from some injury. You know, Toronto, I'm sure, benefited from something. I mean, every champ needs some good luck. They can't just be. I think the last dominant. champ that didn't get luck, Zach, uh, would be the 2014 Spurs. They beat them straight up. They just they beat the Heat straight up. Yeah, they just tore through everybody. But that being said, Phoenix, I've always, I mean, I've I've been on here a few times saying they have the best rotation in the playoffs, and I stand by that. So okay, oh, all right, all right. So but do your Booker thing. Finals MVP. I think Chris Paul was the favorite uh, earlier today. Well, well, we'll get we'll get predictions for that later. Okay. I think he's he's definitely in the. He's got. I think he's got the third best odds of winning Finals MVP right now. I think that's what he's got. Okay. Well, well, let's just talk about the finals then, Zach. I mean, we have Bucks, we have Suns. I believe uh, who's got home court advantage? Is it Phoenix? I believe Phoenix, Phoenix does. Yeah, Phoenix has the home court advantage. Zach, how do you see Giannis's injury playing a role in this series, if any? Oh, if any, shit. I think first couple of games it plays a massive role because I mean, <laughs> game one's tomorrow. Still haven't heard if he's going to play or not. Um, I personally would be shocked if he didn't play just because it's the finals and he's ready. He, he definitely wants to go, wants to. Yeah. He's been talking about it. Finals. Yeah. I'd be shocked if he didn't play. Um, again, an injury working in the favor of the Suns should not be held against him though. Uh, It's always dumb when it's held against the team that they benefited from an injury, but, um, it's, it changes the series dramatically if he's not – I'll say if he's not 85% because this dude, probably the most dominant now that LeBron is entering the twilight, Giannis is probably the most dominant physical presence in the NBA. Uh, wow. I mean – who else? Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to yeah I mean Him it's hard to disagree with you. Yeah, I mean if he if if Giannis is next to the rim, his his arms are so long he's just gonna lay it up over you, and you can't you can't really do anything to stop it. <clears throat> so I'm definitely interested. I I really want Giannis to play ASAP because I want to see how the Suns handle that. You know, is it gonna be Jay Crowder? Is it gonna be Mikael Bridges? Is it gonna be you know a combination of things? Are they gonna yeah. play zone? You know, are they gonna force the Bucks to shoot threes? I I don't know. I don't know. So I think that that's going to be super interesting. I mean, I think 
you know, Giannis not playing obviously changes the whole dynamic of, of the series because, I mean, to your point, Zach, the rotation of the Suns will just wear the Bucks down. And if, if, if uh, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton don't come to play or one of them's off, the game's over. Now, the Bucks' first seven is really good. Absolutely. But the Suns have a best nine, ten, you know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> 11. Absolutely. 11, maybe. You know, Cam, I'm sure Cam Johnson's going to be back. You know, he's probably healed up yeah. from his illness that he had, non-COVID related, by the way. So we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Sorry, sugar um, daddy. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Silver. I know you really wanted to suspend him for two weeks, but <laughs> that won't be happening here, buddy. But, I, yeah, I think Giannis not playing changes the whole landscape of this series. And, and if he doesn't – if the rumor is is he's not going to play games one and two, the Bucks should consider themselves very fortunate if they steal a game in Phoenix. Yeah. I, I think that's what they should be going in with the hope of. Obviously, you want to win both games, right? But being realistic, if you split with Phoenix in Phoenix, that's a W. That's, that's a, a w. w for the Bucks. It absolutely is. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. But Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, they got to keep showing up. They cannot fade in the biggest moment. Otherwise, they will be ripped endlessly, endlessly. And it will be a stain on their careers for a while. Yeah, it will be. Zach, we talked about the coaches. Yes. Mike Budholzer, Monty Williams. Who are you giving the coaching edge to? Oh. And why? <laughs> You got to be kidding me with this question. <laughs> I I just got to hear it. I got to hear it because I mean it, we have to we have to have the question because I Bud's still here. He's still here. I'm giving it to Monty Williams. I mean it has to be. Uh, I don't think Caleb was too off base saying he's the best coach in the NBA. Uh, I think he's definitely put himself in the conversation, but uh, he's definitely better than Budenholzer. And Budenholzer has, I wouldn't say he shut up some critics, but he's hes bought himself some time. There's no doubt about that. Because like you said earlier, we were burying this dude. Oh, <laughs> we were, yeah. We were we moving were Rick Carlisle into Milwaukee. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we absolutely were. So, no, I'm giving, giving it to Monty easily. Yeah, I'll give it to Monty as well. And not just because of the way he's able to coach and his strategy behind the game, but also because he brings a calmness to the team when things aren't going well for Phoenix. You know, you see the Clippers, they went on massive, massive runs during games. And, you know, it was just that call, cool, calm, cool, collected voice of Monty Williams in the huddle at times uh, that would settle the guys down. And, and I mean, I, I think the players respect him and they really listen to what he has to say. Um, and obviously, Monty Williams has done a great job of building his staff. Uh, they're able to stay together, bounce back from some off games. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Monty Williams as well, 100%. Oh, yeah. So we've talked about we've talked about matchups. We've talked about coaching. Zach, give me a key. Give me the keys for each team to win this series. Let's start with the Bucks first. The Bucks will need elite guard defense. And they're going to get it from one guy, Drew Holiday. Absolutely. Is, who's going to be the second guy? It's going to be Middleton? It's going to be Forbes? No. No. It's going to be Teague? No. no. It's going to have to be Middleton. 
So, <laughs> and he definitely can do it. He absolutely can do it. He's an all-star. He should be able to do it. He, he is an all-star. Yeah. If you are an all-star, you need to go out there and you need to go play like an all-star. If you want me to come on here and call you a big three, you need to go out there and give me a big three effort. But can he I need to see it. Devin Booker. That is the question. Yeah. So for the Bucks, I would go not perimeter defense, but guard defense. Okay. And what about the Suns? <sighs> Suns. I think they just got to keep doing what they're doing. I wouldn't change a thing. This, I wouldn't change a thing. Just keep playing. Maybe change things, you know, tweak some things from game to game. Uh, guys' minutes, stuff like that. But in terms of game plan, until you see what kind of Giannis you're getting, I wouldn't change a thing because if, if they keep playing this way, they're going to win. Uh, do you want me to give you my pick right now? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give you my keys here. I'm going to start with the Suns. I'm going to say the Suns bench has to show up every night. Cause I think that's where the advantage is. I, I, it goes back to their rotation. I mean, yeah. I, when you look at the, the, uh, the Bucks bench, you're bringing Bobby Portis, you're bringing Brent Forbes. Um, you're bringing Connaughton. Connaughton. I think that's really it. And then when you look, uh, stop, just stop it. Just stop it. He only plays because Giannis is on the team. It's a joke. I mean, when you look at it, you're bringing, the Suns are bringing campaign. Who's been outstanding in these playoffs. He, they're bringing uh, cam Johnson. They're bringing Tory Craig. They're, they're bringing Nader. Who's come back from an injury. They're bringing out these guys that are high energy guys that can knock down shots, you know, and Sarich when, you know, he plays decently, he can play decent for you, give you a couple solid minutes. I think that's going to be the biggest advantage for the Suns and a chance for them if they're down to, to catch back up or if it's close to, to grab the lead um, and set Chris Paul and Devin Booker and, and uh, Mikhail Bridges and Jay Crowder and guys like that up. Um I think that's going to be the biggest key for the Suns. As far as the Bucks go, I think they're really going to have to to nail down their three point shooting if they want to keep up with with the with the Suns. I, everyone on the Suns is a threat from the outside, minus DeAndre Ayton, who doesn't shoot threes because he knows what he is. Zach, he knows he's a big man and he stays in the paint and he dominates the paint. And he turns unlike double doubles. Unlike very other centers that should do the exact same thing that he does. But that's another discussion for another day. We're not here to say that. Everyone is a threat for the Suns, and they're going to hit threes. They're going to hit them. Yeah. It's going to be Mikhail Bridges. It's going to be Jay Crowder. It's going to be Devin Booker. It's going to be Chris Paul from time to time. Cam Johnson. It's going to be Cam Johnson. Torrey Craig can knock him down. Nader, okay. that's what he's going to sh- – those are his shots. Yeah. They're going to hit threes, and the Bucks have to match that. And it can't just be uh, Middleton and Drew Holiday. We're back to it because we know Giannis is the most inconsistent shooter. Yeah, uh, well, no, I'm just going to put the Giannis is an awful shooter, period. Period. <laughs> airballs free throws. And I know, you know, Giannis is so cool for saying, I don't care if I airball free throws. No, you should care. Hey, he does bounce back. You quickly. absolutely. 
He, he does bounce back. I will give him the resiliency, but you can't just ignore it. Stop airballing free throws. Sure. Yeah. And the NBA it either chooses, they need to choose a side. Either you're going to call 10 second calls or you're not. They've chosen a side. They're not going to call it. Which I think is a joke. It's a joke. Then why <laughs> fans not? will call it? It's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. And you know what? I hope, I hope Phoenix counts. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope they count. I hope they count. No, because this has turned into the three-second rule where, you know, I'm just going to call it whenever I feel like it. I'm going to call it when I'm looking for it. Yeah, right. So, I agree. Right. We'll get some ghost calls from Scott Foster. He can count on it. No doubt. That's he what he does best. All right, Zach. It's time. Time for predictions. So, well, let's start off with this one. Who's going to win and in how many games? The Phoenix Suns win their first ever NBA championship in six games over the Bucks. Wow, Suns in six. Yes. Suns in six. Well, Zach, I am going to go. I'm going to go Phoenix Suns. I'm going to go seven games. I think I'll okay. go seven. I think Giannis can't stop the court. He will come out and play, and he will either out there at the risk of further injuring his knee, I'm sure. Uh, but So I'm going to go with Suns in seven. And Zach, who's going to be your finals MVP? You know, I could get cute here and say they'll do an Iguodala thing and give it to Mikael Bridges. Oh, no, to Jay no, Crowder. no. No, it's going to be Devin Booker. It's going to be Devin Booker. You're going Devin Booker. Yeah, I'm going Devin. Wow. He's been their best player all playoffs. Carried him? He has been there through the thick and the very, very thin. The very thin. Um, no, he, has, he hasn't carried him. Stop, stop it, stop it. <laughs> uh, I want to say Aiden just because he's my boy and we've stuck with him all, all season, but um, I think even Aiden would say Booker. Booker should take it. This... He's been there's been times he's been dominant in the playoffs. And, Absolutely. You know, I think there's a very, very good chance he's gonna be the best player on a title team. And I think that has to put him in like the top ten, twelve players in the NBA. Has to. I think he I think it's definitely a conversation to be had, especially if he shows up. I think uh I think Devin Booker will definitely average twenty five just like he's been doing in this playoffs. I think he absolutely will. He'll give us a, a show or two. Here's a uh, question throughout for this. You. Oh, go ahead. If he does win the title, first title in franchise history. Is he the greatest son of all time? Oh man. <laughs> And for the folks that out there, I mean, we're talking with the likes of Charles Barkley. They have a great history. Great history. Um, yeah. Paul Steve Nash. I still Steve go Nash. Nash. I still go Nash. I think bringing a title, especially the way he did it, I think would definitely put him in the conversation. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to go with it. He'll be the best son ever wow. if he brings him a title. Yeah, because I don't think he's done. I won't push back. I won't push back. I, I would. I would still personally say Steve Nash. You're a big Nash guy, but you know if Booker. I think Booker doesn't. I mean, let's be honest. If he didn't leave already, why would he? 
Right. And that's what I mean. That's why I don't feel like he's done. He's not oh, done. Far from done. He's far from done. This team is far from done. Absolutely. I mean, it, but here's my final MVP. I'm going to go Chris Paul because I think he deserves it. And I think he's going to show up Legacy in a closeout pick. game. It's yeah, it's, this is a closeout game. It's going to be Chris Paul. You know, I could see him averaging a double, double yeah. uh, in this series. Um, I think he, he's going to be the calming force in, in this, in this series. He's going to be the guy that holds everything together when things are tough. His mid range jumper is going to come into play, uh, especially in those tough third and fourth quarters when they really need him, when the bucks go on a run, they're going to need him. They're going to need him. And it, and that matchup between him and drew holiday is going to be nope. freaking awesome. Can't wait. Freaking awesome. Zach, I've never been more excited for a finals in the past couple of years because I, again, just the matchups, the matchups are great. I don't feel like there's a dud matchup. I mean, even I know you hate on on Lopez, but Lopez has been playing well. He has. He has. He's been playing well. And him and Aiton, I mean, they're both rebounding machines. It'll be a good matchup. It's going to be awesome. I, everything I want to watch, I wish I could just. Tucker and Crowder? Have, Tucker and Crowder. It's going to be great. I mean, I, I want to sit down. I just want to watch just one. I want to watch the game five times over and watch each matchup every time. I just don't have enough time to do so, but it, it would just be awesome to watch. Yeah, it would. Because it's just going to be constant battles. I hope the refs don't get involved. I think if they do, it's going to be really stupid. Yeah. It's going to be a really lame finals. They will. Let these guys play. At least in one game, yeah, sure. But I, I, just, want, I just want a great finals. But, <laughs> folks, there you have it. We both have the Suns in the finals. Zach has them in six. I have them in seven. Chris Paul is my MVP. Devin Booker, Zach Griffiths. Zach, do you have any closing thoughts before we shamelessly plug other pods on the network? Uh, just one more call out at the expense of the man who is not here. Caleb Lynn. Oh, how could we forget? Had the gall. To pick the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> Some, it's truly embarrassing. But he's been shitting on him for a year and a half. So, Caleb, you deserve this L. So, take it. That's all. That's all. <laughs> Zach, talk to us. Circle City, what are we doing? Hey, Circle City, back uh, today. Recording this on a Monday. Came out today. Loki, episode four review. Me and Alex. And we're going to finish those up to only two more episodes left, folks. Only two more. And I, I really am looking forward to how this ends. I mean, Bryce, you haven't seen episode four yet. Nope. But uh, <laughs> the timekeepers, that's all I'll say. The timekeepers. Ah, uh, no. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. On the agenda, uh, favorite movie series, um, Wolf of Wall Street with Devin Voss. That'll be cooking soon. 30th anniversary of Boys in the Hood with JD and his brother Jamal. That'll be coming soon. And Furious 7 with you and Doug. Yes. Yes. I saw yes, F9 today. Soon. Yes. You've seen F9? I have. It was great. It was good. It was good. Still, what the heck is going on? I don't know. <laughs> but hey, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll give you, I'll take we'll it. tell you what's going on. I'll take it. Uh, we'll get to F9 eventually. But yes, 
Uh, we have the Alex and Dylan basketball power hour. I believe they, uh, they had one come out recently. Um, I think they had a couple last week, one with JD hall and then one with Dylan Hughes, of course, um, talking NBA playoffs and NBA funerals coming up this week. So that'll be fun. Um, divine rhyme, uh, recently just had their Sturgill Simpson, uh, uh, pod come out, give that a listen. I haven't really listened to a whole lot of Sturgill Simpson, but I might after this podcast that we, uh, that we listen uh. here. Dylan Hughes book from one, one young soul to another out now on Amazon Buy it. Zach has informed me Dylan Hughes working on a little some something down the road. Another book in the oven. Another folks. book in the oven. Yeah. So Dylan, uh, good luck with that, man. Hope it does well again. Uh, am I missing anything, Zach? I'm not missing uh, anything. I don't think so. I, think I don't it. think so. Well, folks, there you have it. The second edition of Shaddy Sanity in the books. And thank you all for listening.